He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. No recession for Ripple and the XRP ledger now getting implemented in Colombia. This is major news for the XRP community, the ecosystem spreading through South America. If uh, we have to get started in other countries, that's what we're going to have to do. Ripple continues to expand its adoption and growth across the world in the midst of a recession, in the midst of a declining economy, in the midst of a cryptocurrency bank run that is taking place as we speak. We're going to cover some of the mergers, acquisitions, buyouts, bankruptcies that are taking place in the cryptocurrency space. This is spreading throughout the financial economic world and the whole landscape is going through a lot of chaos, disruption, and the opportunity is absolutely incredible. If you guys are looking how to participate in the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, take care of yourself, your family, take care of your community, your church, and the people around you, the people that you love. What we're doing here on this program is we're figuring out what the truth is. We're cutting through the BS narrative, getting straight to the facts, straight to the action is the next step. The execution of the actions leading us to this generational wealth. It's not just holding 2000 XRP and hoping and praying that we come into generational wealth. Yes, we stack XRP, we stack utility cryptocurrencies, we stack our precious metals, we have our prepping covered, but we also launch side hustles and we start up a business so that we can run up our cash flow, stack fat, fat bags of XRP, our favorite utility cryptocurrencies, but most importantly, heading into a recession, you need to get your cash up. Unfortunately, yes, it's a great opportunity to buy blood in the streets, but many people have no chance of participating in this because they don't have enough funds. They don't have enough money. If you're looking to like start your side hustle, or if you already run a business and you're looking how to run it successfully, I have launched a business development program in an effort to bring the maximum amount of value to my Discord community. Head to my website, ZachRichter.com. You can sign up for the Patreon. You'll get access to the Discord and you'll get full access to our group, a group of like-minded individuals that are riding out through this journey to generational wealth, actually executing. And we have decided that it's going to happen, that it is inevitable, that we have chosen the path that will take us there with or without our cryptocurrency hope and prayer. I think that it is 100% certainty the XRP, uh, the XRP ledger is going to be utilized and we're going to talk about the adoption that we're seeing today. Uh, we got an update on the XRP ledger being implemented in Colombia for land contracts. And this is a beautiful thing to see. But we talk about XRP already being live active for cross-border payments in 25 corridors, 400 banks and financial institutions, and multiple central bank digital currencies built on top of it. So that's why it's our number one. We have a few other utility cryptocurrencies. But as I was talking yesterday, I went on the Bearable Bulls. Uh, I, I went and hung out with his VIP group. The main focus for me was getting people to understand that without income, without cash flow, you're not going to have money to invest. You're not going to have money to do anything and you won't survive these times. So for most of us, um, and you're starting to see it, it basically from the top down, bankruptcies, margin calls, liquidations, um, all the, all the way down here to the middle class and poor, as I say, getting set up for absolute sacrifice. So on this channel, like I said, I give it all away for free because my strategies are so simple. But what we've done now is we've put together a business development program that's going to actually help hold your hand through the process of launching your side hustle, the process of scaling up your business, 
actually making your business successful and able to withstand a recession. That's, that's a key thing right now. Over the last couple years, it's been easy to be an influencer rambling on, getting paid to shill shit, and just running and flapping your lips, doing TikTok dances. You go viral, and it's fun. More importantly, everyone has left. They're no longer with you as we ride, throughout, ride out this recession, as we enter an economic hurricane. They have left. They were all fair-weather players, fair-weather influencers. We continue to show up on a daily basis as much as possible. We're trying to put out as much content to help people uh, make it. Um, and, and so that's, that's why I appreciate you guys so much for helping me spread this message. We just hit 36,000 subscribers on YouTube. And so I just wanted to start out a few minutes here by just showing you guys my gratitude to this community. What we've been able to assemble uh, with other people within the Discord, adding a tremendous amount of value. We cover everything from business, cryptocurrency, precious metal, uh, how to do your real estate strategies as well. And then we tie it all together with uh, basically a full encompassing strategy for building and preserving your wealth, whether you're on the come up or whether you already got it. We got to get serious right now and we got to have serious strategies. And uh, so if you guys want that program, it's all on the website. Greatly appreciate everyone who's already joined our Discord group. Um, beautiful community over there. But then we got 36,000 subscribers on YouTube, uh, 275,000 here on TikTok. So, you know, a few hundred thousand that we've assembled in this little army. Um, and I just feel, feel super uh, grateful that we've been able to reach out this far and we're going to continue hitting it super hard. So uh, I sorry, sorry for the five minute rant here, but I just wanted to say thank you for joining me. Thank you for helping me out. And I appreciate all of you. Let's get into it. So Bitcoin's trading at 19,100. ETH is at 1,000 and XRP is down to 31 cents. Okay, so as we expected, uh, we had a little bit of a bull run, bull trap rally leading into the new moon before we rolled over and continued down to the downside. Taking a look here at the monthly chart, we just closed the monthly candle at about 20K for your Bitcoin. Okay, this is a very horrendous chart. I do not think that we have bottomed out. I think that we do see a 10K level. Um, if you just are looking zoomed out here on the monthly chart, you can see, you know, that 10K level uh, seems to be where the next major, major support would be coming in. And I think that, uh, you know, when that time comes, your other altcoins, the other cryptocurrencies that we like to acquire are going to be absolutely hammered. Um, if we look here, let's take a quick measurement here with you guys live quick TA analysis. If we just go down to the 10K level, we're talking about... You know, another 40% for Bitcoin, another 40 to 50% for Bitcoin, right? Because we're at 19,000 right now. Um, so that would be another 40, 50% for Bitcoin. That means that our altcoins are going to go another 50, 60, 70%. In this bear market, I do believe that many altcoins are going to go away. But uh, please be prepared. Like for our XRP at 31 cents, I think that you're going to find a bottom for XRP um, between 17 and 20 cents. I, I do think that we're going to go below a quarter again. So there's going to be a lot of blood in the streets. Please prepare for that. And uh, if you guys see this, I, I've gone through this a few times now. So this time I'm actually positioned to buy the blood in the streets. During the March 2020 uh, crash, I was too scared like everyone else to take action. And so um, huge amount of regret for not buying, you know, XRP when it was down at, you know, below, below 20 cents, wherever it was at. But uh, definitely taking advantage of it this time around. So just looking at uh, basic technical analysis here, you guys know I don't go too deep with this. But if we do go down, um, you know, another 40, 50% for Bitcoin, 
your XRP, all of your other cryptos are going to get absolutely hammered. Now, XRP and the utility cryptocurrencies have already been suppressed. So, you know, don't try to time the bottom and don't think that these things have to go down another 60, 70%. Like we're already seeing adoption and they've already not hit. They already missed the bull run, which means that they've already been suppressed because everything went on a crazy bull run last year. Everything. Stuff that did not deserve to go where it went, went crazy. And now we're coming back down to reality. But the thing is, is with some of our utility cryptos that we already hold, like XRP, XLM, uh, Algorand, XTC, IOTA, just to name a few, Quant. Uh, see, these cryptocurrencies that hit an all-time high last year, I was waiting for them to, to absolutely get smashed back down before I bought again um, because I wasn't going to buy them knowing that they didn't miss last bull run. So that would be your Algorand, that would be your Quant. I haven't re-entered those positions. I used to uh, hold Algorand, I no longer hold Algo. And I'm waiting to buy it with more blood in the streets, and I might not, because really the only thing that turns me on is XRP, XLM, and XTC. But nonetheless, um, I'm glad that we did, we, we positioned accordingly. We sold Algorand at $1.39, it wasn't the top, but we took our money and we ran, just as we advised through you know November, December. Uh, we said, take your money and run. Bitcoin bear market's coming in. Hopefully we get a pump. We didn't get that pump, which means that the utility cryptos that a lot of us hold, like myself, 90% of my bags XRP, it's already been suppressed. There's only so much further that they can take it, okay? But nonetheless, don't try to time the bottom. Uh, where we're at now is a great deal. Three for one on your XRP, fantastic deal. When we continue to see adoption, like we're about to cover here, our first article, Columbia integrates Ripple's XRP ledger for land registry. This is coming out here today. Columbia integrated a digital land registry system built on Ripple's XRP ledger blockchain into its national land agency. The solution was built in a year by the joint efforts of Ripple and its Barcelona-based partner, Pierced Technology. Don't know if I'm saying that right, but... Yeah, so they're doing a digital land registry system built on the XRP ledger. Now, let's correct this article and make this clear for everyone. We, we have to understand what's underway. They mislabel uh, this. This is not Ripple's XRP ledger. Now, many people would make the case that they do control the ledger because they hold over half the supply or about half the supply, right, in their escrow account. But that does not mean that they are the ones confirming and validating the network with complete control that they could shut it down or do anything sketchy. They do not control the XRP ledger blockchain network. They don't. Okay, They, they only run about 4% of the XRP ledger. So just so we're clear, it is not proper to say that this is Ripple's XRP ledger blockchain. It is not Ripple's blockchain. It is the people's blockchain. Jed McCaleb, David Schwartz, and Arthur Brito. Three guys released this little thing after they worked on the Bitcoin project. They released this thing out for the masses for the people to use. And as you're seeing, the greedy, uh, the greedy side of humanity is taking advantage of the XRP ledger right now, creating meme coins and, and poop coins on the XRP ledger. And they're trying to scam people out of their XRP. But that shows its decentralized nature. Now, without digressing, Ripple's XRP Ledger blockchain into its national land agency. The solution was built in a year by the joint efforts of Ripple and its Barcelona-based partner, Pierced Technology. 
Okay, this is fantastic to see. The solution will allow digital assets to be registered on the XRP Ledger blockchain. It is estimated that the system is capable of registering more than 100,000 contracts in the near future. The uploaded assets will be authenticated through a QR code. The new solution aims at solving the country's land issues and the resulting low confidence in authorities. I just realized YouTube, you, you guys aren't even looking at this article. Here you go, there's the article. Um, so. This is great adoption, and this is a great use case for the XRP ledger. We've been talking about how real estate, um, you know, contracts like this, it's all coming. Um, Flare is going to be one of the projects that helps unlock value for the XRP ledger, but you're also seeing projects like this that don't involve Flare at all, right? So anyone can build on the XRP ledger and do basically whatever they want. And this is important to see during a recession, during the contraction, during the liquidation and bankruptcy of the rest of the cryptocurrency space, the XRP ledger is getting continued development. So I just covered in one of my most recent live streams how Cardano was the most developed on network last month. But you have to remember that the way that the, these firms are analyzing that data is they're kind of just looking at, you know, how many developers are working on the network. I would make a point Who's working on the network? Who's building on top of the network that matters? Because me and you, Joe Blow, can create an NFT on the XRP ledger, or we can create our own meme coin on the XRP ledger. What value does it have though? What is it actually going to do? What's the utility or problem solve? The question that we've always been asking. Who is building on it is what actually matters. Um, not to knock Cardano, you know, I know a lot of people are into Cardano. I know a lot of you guys hold Cardano. I, I love Charles Hoskinson, but I'm just making the point that it's about who's building on it that matters most. You can have a bunch of the kids building on it. That doesn't mean that it's going to solve trillion dollar problems, right? Um, i.e. 90% of the cryptocurrency space is just kids building stuff that doesn't really matter. <laughs> essentially, um, unfortunately. Colombia is one of the countries with the highest crypto adoption. High inflation in the country has been one of the major factors that push Colombians toward cryptocurrency. Yeah. And so I'm not going to read any further, but the point being, guys, XRP adoption is being stalled in America <clears throat> by the lawsuit. Look at the type of development that's happening across the world. Look at the on-demand liquidity opening up. And this is what's important. This is what I want to be investing in during a recession, whether you're buying stocks whether you're buying cryptocurrencies, whether you're buying businesses, what's the value? What's the problem solve? How many customers? How much money does the customers have? Like, um, it, it's, it's very simple what we look at, but when you look at 90% of cryptos, they just don't hold up to it. When you look at a lot of stocks, they don't hold up to answering these questions. A lot of it's just been based off hype. There's a lot of freaking money in the system, and now the party's coming to an end, and folks, I'm here to tell you, I just put out a tweet. I said, ignore the phony uh, numbers and, and manipulated data. We are in a recession. The Atlanta Fed GDP tracker shows the U.S. economy is likely in recession. Okay, this is how much of a joke this is. We aren't going to get the actual numbers, the first quote-unquote estimates of second quarter GDP until the end of this month, until July 28th is when the official numbers come out on whether or not we're in a recession. Now, the Atlanta Fed GDP tracker says that they see us running Q2 quarter, quarterly GDP 
at negative 2.1%, which is worse than the 1.6 we had in the first quarter. Now, technically speaking, a, a recession is two quarters of negative GDP growth. So a lot of the estimates, a lot of the people were suggesting that we were going to have basically no growth, but that we wouldn't be in a recession because we'd, we'd have basically 0% or 0.01% growth. That's what the estimates, that's what the Fed, you know, Mr. Jerome Powell running the show here, um, they, they were all saying, you know, we, we think that we are going to avoid recession. Maybe we're in a recession, but maybe it won't come till next year, right? Um, all the pundits. Well, now they're finally admitting and they're trying to get ahead of the, the truth coming out because we're not going to get the actual full truth till the end of this month. But today's the start of Q3, guys. We're halfway through the year already. And we most definitely are in a recession. And so that's why we talk so much about what are you doing about that? Uh, because folks, we're not waiting for the Federal Reserve. We're not waiting for CNBC, mainstream media to admit we're in a recession. Like I said at the start of this, we're cutting through the BS narrative and we're getting to the straight truth, which we can see the real situation is we're in a recession and we're on the path towards an inflationary depression, sacrifice of the middle class. Financial tsunamis here, most people have no chance of surviving. That's the reality. <laughs> How long have we been live here? We've been live for 17 minutes and I've only gone through two articles. I am fired up on the Friday night sessions, guys. <laughs> I appreciate all of you guys for joining me. We are fired up. Let's try to go rapid fire through the rest of this news and then maybe I'll have some time for some Q&A. I appreciate this community so much. And I'm fired up because I know that we're about to ride out the storm. We're about to take advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, but 90% of people aren't. And a lot of people are figuring stuff out. They've quote unquote woke up. They figured out that a lot of the conspiracy theories are right. They are correct. It is the truth. We were lied to. The whole thing was a scam. But what are you doing about it? <clears throat> what's, the, what's the financial statement of your household right now? What's the financial statement of your business if you have one? Right? We got to do something about this situation, guys, because they're absolutely coming for the sacrifice of the middle class and the poor of this country and across the world as well. So let's get right into it. Let's continue on here. Thank you so much. Binance's CEO, CZ Binance, says that Binance is having acquisition conversations with more than 50 crypto companies. I think that CZ is hyping Right now, he's a salesman. He's a good marketer. He understands what he's doing. He's a very smart guy. Um, maybe, maybe he'll show, maybe, um, you know, I'm calling his bluff, but maybe he'll show us that he's for real because he told us what? That he was hiring 5,000 staff and that now he's looking at 50 crypto companies. I think that he's full of shit. I think that his exchange is not solvent. Um... Or they're going, they're definitely going through some liquidity issues at the very least. But remember, CZ and Binance have some of the, you know, you know, they have the market maker bots that move this whole thing and trade against you. These bots that these guys run at these big exchanges that they've set up, they take your order. So, so they get to see your hand at the poker table. 
and then they get to bet accordingly. And, and, and basically, um, up the ante, get you to gamble more right before they continue to liquidate you. And this is why most people lose money when they're trading. 90% of traders lose money. These guys, we're, we're, we're finding out who has been swimming naked because the tide went out, right? The tide went out. We're seeing who's swimming naked and we're seeing which exchanges are actually solvent. Um, we're about to cover it. Uh, Three Arrows Capital did declare bankruptcy today. They've actually filed for bankruptcy. We'll be covering that later. But we're watching these cryptocurrency companies closely. We're watching these exchanges. We're seeing the behavior of these exchanges, of these companies during this recession, during this liquidity crisis. Are they being transparent? Are they giving us the truth? Are they saying, hey, uh, they'll, they'll never admit that we got a little bit of liquidity issues going on right now. They'll never admit that, hey, uh, we might have to halt withdrawals, which is being rumored with Qcoin right now, which we've been saying across the board. Do not trust these exchanges. They are not your friend. Get your money off of the exchanges in regards to all of the crazy DeFi NFTs and all the bullshit. We said, take your money and run. How's your program working out? And that's the, all I have to say to all of these guys that were, you know, shilling all of the shit. And I do apologize for the language, but golly, what a shame. What an absolute shame. On the brink of a new financial system that can do so much for this planet, level the playing field. This is the technology that we can use to democratize currency, democratize information, and bring the power back to the people. And you put the blockchain voting system in place, all truth is revealed. Power back to the people. But there's a lot of greedy MFs in this cryptocurrency space. So we're figuring it out right now. Who's solvent? Who's not? FTX closes in on a deal to buy embattled crypto lender BlockFi for $25 million in fire sale. So uh, this is FTX is trying to buy BlockFi. It looks like FTX is in good standing right now. They got a little bit of cash. Apparently, they're able to raise or, you know, come up with 25 mil. In my opinion, this is an absolute embarrassment for BlockFi and for Anthony Pompliano, who's been shilling BlockFi as one of his key sponsors to his show, which I'm not going to knock the hustle until the hustle is bankrupt and insolvent in how's your program working out. It's not working out, but you took the money and ran. You got paid to shill it. You got paid to shill to all of your people BlockFi, and now it's, you know, selling out and being acquired by another exchange and they're having solvency issues. And this isn't just they're buying it for 25 million. They're setting up a $400 million credit facility and receive an option to acquire BlockFi at a variable price of up to 240 million based on performance. I.e. BlockFi is getting bent over. And this is what's going to be happening in the cryptocurrency space. But I'm just calling out the shills because I'm not afraid to. You know, I, I've never done a promotion. I've never done a deal. No one cut, cuts a check to me. I run my own show and have my own programs and get supported by my own community. This is what you've been shilling, bro. While you hate on XRP, you just, Anthony Pompliano, can't just, just can't figure out XRP. Why would you need XRP? Right? Meanwhile, main sponsor BlockFi and Zach Prince, who's running that. And I just saw he put out some Twitter thread about how this is a good thing. <laughs> this is a good thing, right? <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll continue to watch it play out. But it, it's a joke. They're, they're, they're bending over uh, 
BlockFi, to put it simply and to just be blunt with it. That's what's happening. So, um, which, you know, all, all the better opportunity for FTX. Like I've been saying this whole time, this is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. If you're prepared, if you're ready to take action, people are going to be giving you business. So much opportunity right now. So much. Okay, Greg Price, a little bit uh, change of topic here. We're giving another $820 million to Ukraine. America has given more money to Ukraine in five months than we spent in the first year of the Iraq war in the first two years of the Afghanistan war. Let's summarize what's happening in the Ukraine situation. The United States being ran, uh, being ran by the cabal is paying off all their cronies in Ukraine as we speak. This is called Operation Payback Your Friends, Operation Payback um, for all the favors that you know have been going back and forth. This is a completely criminal, corrupt, mafia-ran country in Ukraine, cabal-ran country, and it's very simple. They could, have, they could have completely avoided this conflict if they would have just simply stated that they weren't going to join NATO, but they couldn't do that, right? They couldn't do that. They keep on having to flirt with joining NATO. I don't think that Russia even gives a shit if they join the European Union. Who cares? What a joke the European Union is. While Russia and the BRICS nations continue on the path to their own success, they are laughing at the West, falling to its own demise with political correct wokeness as a financial tsunami absolutely wipes out and sacrifices us. And we're too focused on political correctness uh, BS to realize what's taking place. While our leaders continue to pay out their buddies another $820 million to Ukraine. We've now sent billions of dollars to the mafia cabal over there to pay back our buddies. And it's been completely exposed. All they had to do was say that we're not going to join NATO and Russia uh, doesn't even need the, those territories. Those territories are allowed to be autonomous. Basically, they're allowed to se secede from Ukraine, from our mafia-run country that they no longer want to be a part of. Now, the United States doesn't get in just because we think we're, you know, the, the, the policemen of the world just because we're the good guys and we want to spread democracy. That's the story that they tell us. But the reason is because they got their hand in the pot of all these different countries. They're going around to all these countries and trying to suck the resources out of them. How long until we get a terrorist attack from, what was that? Was that Uganda or Ghana? that found $13 trillion worth of gold, whatever that was, whatever country that was in Africa. How long until we, we, we find a reason to invade? They have a corrupt leader, a corrupt leader that's harming his own people that we got to go in and uh, take care of, right? This is why we're sending billions over there. They're covering up their tracks. They've been caught. Um, many of you guys um, understand where I'm coming from in regards to this topic. You, you can't speak out against the war. The censorship commies will come in and cut you up if you share the truth as far as what's going on in that country. It's, it's, it's kind of like the COVID issue, right? It's just one of those things that we can't talk about. But you guys know where I stand. You, you guys already know. I know what's being exposed over there um, with scientific experiments, little laboratories that were over there. All, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? With all of the corruption that has been taking place over there in the Ukraine. Um, and, and so 
um, you know, is Putin good guy, bad guy? I don't worry about it. I just understand what's taking place with this situation. And uh, we continue to expose them, but uh, they continue to sell us out, you know, billions. While the people here in this country starve and suffer, uh, we send billions here to these other countries. It's absolutely sick. But anyways, over $8.5 trillion has been wiped out of the U.S. stock market this year. So how about that? They bail out their friends, bail out their cronies, bail out their buddies. Um, and then they just absolutely sacrifice the middle class and the poor with their 401ks by tanking the stock market, rug pulling the real estate sector, um, and just unleashing the beast upon us. What a time to be alive, guys. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah, we have a corrupt leader who's saving us. Exactly, exactly my point. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about this at the start, right? Uh, released on the XRP ledger. Immutability and veracity for legal documents, registrations, property, time proofs, traceability. It was put out by Crypto Eddie. Uh, and, and so we're just seeing continued, continued growth here for the XRP ledger. This is amazing. Amazing. You're going to have any sort of documents any sort of documents, PDFs, you name it. Fantastic. Okay. In the United States, 12.7% of buyers who financed their new vehicles in the June, in the month of June, agreed to monthly payments of at least $1,000, the highest level ever. This is how you go bankrupt. Yeah. Um, and this has been the problem here with, with what the middle class is doing is they don't own assets. They own liabilities. So they have $1,000 a month car payments. They're, you know, maybe they got in. A lot of people got lucky with real estate that were already in. Um, right now, what's happening is the speculators, the investors, the flippers, the get-rich-quick uh, get guys are being exposed. And then the first-time home buyers are finding it very difficult to get in because they have no equity. So, uh, you know, that's that's the situation here in America, though. $1,000 a month towards a car thousand dollars a month towards a car now i i bought a newer vehicle i bought a uh, 2018 f-250 it's a liability until the thing makes me cash every single day when i use it in my landscape business well you know you know that's what i'm talking about right there is you have to understand the difference between good debt and bad debt and that's just one simple example most people will have 500 to a thousand dollars on a car payment that is on a luxury whip that they don't need because they're trying to flex they're trying to look good um for me, I bought my truck because I wanted it for the utility, just like I, why I invest in XRP. I need to be able to haul fat loads. <laughs> you know, it's very simple, right? So six, seven power stroke, baby. And now I pay $6 a gallon per diesel to fill the sucker up. And then because of the new emissions BS, I got to fill it up with diesel exhaust fluid, which we're now having shortages of. <laughs> God bless America, man. We're figuring it out. All right. But $1,000 a month payment. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I've had a payment, but that's the only debt that I had. And like I said, um, when, when you use it to make money, you, you turn it into an asset. Very simple. Breaking. Three Arrows has just filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy. Yep. Okay. So we mentioned that. Yep. Continuing on. Everyone's going bankrupt. Liquidation's taking place. Get your cryptocurrency off the exchanges. Okay. How is no one looking at this and saying 
what the hell is happening? Repo chart max history. Record reverse repos 2.329 trillion. So 2.3 trillion in the reverse repo market. What is the reverse repo market? The Fed is quietly handing out 250 million to a handful of happy recipients every single day. What the reverse repo market is, is the Fed is helping the banks cover their asses when they need to pay up and get even with each other. This is on the back end, kind of like the Nostro Vostro accounts that we talk about with the XR, uh, XRP ledger solves, right? All of these banks have different accounts, right? And balances with each other and they have to settle up. And when they don't have enough money, well, then they have to go to the Fed's reverse repo market where they're borrowing short-term money, but it's to the tune of trillions of dollars that they're buying just to stay solvent between each other and just to keep the money flowing. And we're at record amounts. This system is about to bust. When you look at the fundamentals of this system, what's taking place, it is about to bust 100%. And this is why I continue to say, I do not think that the bottom is in. Okay, uh, let's talk about China real quick. China has executed currency swaps in renminbi with more than 40 countries. Its alternative to SWIFT, uh, SIPS, which is C-I-P-S, is utilized in over 1,300 banks in 103 countries with more than 80 trillion won transacted through SIPS in 2021. So, as we're seeing, the SWIFT system is getting ditched and Russia, China, the BRICS nations are all working now. And you're going to start to see uh, a new world reserve currency set. Now, whether you now here's the thing, guys, in this currency reset, do you want to hold China's currency? Personally, I wouldn't. Right. Do you want to hold Russia's currency? Personally, I wouldn't. Are they better currencies, though? Are they actually backed by something versus the U.S. dollar? Well, that's a whole different conversation, isn't it? See, I don't trust Russia or China, but I understand what they're doing. They're holding record amounts of gold. They're not giving away their gold anymore. And they're essentially backing and forcing their hand at the business table with other countries, forcing other countries to pay in rubles or gold. And then as we see here with China, working with 40 countries... And it's been utilized uh, with over 1,300 banks. That's a swift alternative. Now, where does XRP come in, though? You, you need that bridge currency that removes the trust. You need that digital reserve currency that holds value, that is accepted and utilized across the world, plenty of liquidity, as liquid as a G10 currency, that allows both parties to trust each other by removing the trust. Okay, whatever currency you have or you want to accept, you can get, right? You're going to be able to exchange seamlessly over that XRP ledger and you won't have to trust the party on the other end. They'll be able to pay with their Chinese currency, with their Russian rubles, and you'll be able to accept U.S. dollars. You'll be able to accept whatever you want to accept. So, you know, some people might say, well, this removes the use case for XRP. No, this only increases the use case for XRP. Right? 
Because if you want to use that Chinese digital currency, well, then you have to trust China. If you want to use Russia's digital currency, you have to trust Russia. If you want to use the XRP ledger, you don't have to trust anybody. That's the beautiful thing, guys. And it's going to work more efficient than any of these central bank digital currencies. It's in the best interest of these CBDCs to be built on the XRP ledger or to at least interoperate with it. And that interoperability is going to be key. Okay. Um, okay. So in regards to this FTX buying BlockFi at 25 million, this is a 99% discount from the 4.8 billion Series E valuation in July 2021. So not only was Anthony Pompliano shilling BlockFi and their programs to all of his viewers, but BlockFi itself was shilling it to the investors, the Series E investors, at a $4.8 billion valuation. Now, it doesn't really bother me that the, uh, you know, Wall Street's losing money, that BlockFi's losing money, but this goes to show you how much the cryptocurrency space and some of these tech stocks have been overvalued. From a $4.8 billion valuation, down to a $25 million valuation. Now, as I titled this video, no recession for Ripple. This is another reason why this is an absolute freaking joke. These guys are going to sell their whole company, BlockFi, for $25 million? Meanwhile, Ripple is sitting on hundreds of millions, and I think they're actually sitting on over a billion cash. They bought $300 million worth of XRP off of the secondary markets in Q4 alone. So when you compare what's going on in the space, Ripple is setting themselves up to be a lender of last resort in this liquidity debt crisis. BlockFi is going bust. And the Bitcoin boys have never been doing shit. That's the whole point that we've been making this whole last year and a half. The Bitcoin boys ain't doing Shit. Excuse my language. I do apologize and I always try not to swear, but these guys have to sell their whole operation for 25 million after they thought they were worth 4.8 billion. Meanwhile, Ripple's blowing hundreds of millions of dollars every quarter going to buy XRP off the secondary markets that they don't have to. They don't have to spend their cash that way because they get a billion every month from the escrow. And people lose faith, lose faith and have doubt in XRP. Folks. Look at what is happening. These guys are full of shit. They're broke. Selling their company for $25 million is a joke. Meanwhile, Ripple is sitting on a billy cash. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry for ranting, guys, but this is a joke. The rest of these guys are a freaking joke. Let's continue on. I apologize. We're ranting on this Friday night session. I appreciate you guys for joining me.
They blew $100 million on the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit alone. Exactly. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you so much. They blew $100 mil on the lawsuit to the lawyers. Guys, we positioned ourselves perfectly. God, what an amazing opportunity. You can buy it for 31 cents right now. Uh, unbelievable. And now we're having the Supreme Court shake it up. Uh-oh. The kids are going to get offended over this. Let's go. Breaking. Supreme Court of the United States overturns Meg bans, assault weapons bans, and carry bans. Go back and redo in light of what we said in Brune. This means the Ninth Circuit now has to apply text, history, and tradition to those anti-gun laws. This gun ruling was huge. This Second Amendment ruling was huge. And all they're doing is upholding the Constitution as written, as it was intended. It's a very simple document for a reason. And the Supreme Court is shaking it up. And the timing of this, mm, I don't believe it to be a coincidence, folks. The, the people are going to be burning the streets this year. Now, not necessarily about the gun issue, but about everything else that the Supreme Court's about to rule on. I'm telling you guys, it's about to be another summer of love. They are going to set it on fire. And now I'm praying for peace. I do, I'm not encouraging any of this, and I wish that it wasn't this way. I mean, shame on the people who are committing violence and doing these acts. But it's about to be a hot one, folks. Um, and this is this is an incredible thing that's happening right here with the Supreme Court and uh you know, it's just a fact, guys. Trump swung it the other way with the Supreme Court. He uh, put in place the most amount of federal judges. We're going back the other direction. In November, we're going to have a red wave. This is not my political opinion, and your political opinion doesn't really matter so much either. It's the political opinion of the masses. It's the economy, stupid. As this thing implodes, and they try to convince us to be more worried about being woke, the common man and women of this country see through the bullshit. They say enough is enough. L let us feed our families. Let us have opportunity. Get the hell out of our business. Get out of our way. Stop trying to rule us, shut us, and lock us down and tell us what we have to do with our bodies. In regards to the Roe v. Wade case, it is a state's right issue. Simple end of discussion. It's a state's rights issue. I'm sorry. That's how the Constitution was wrote. It's a state's rights issue. The federal government does not get involved. It's simple. I'm not going to get into abortion, no abortion, good, evil, whatever, man. You, you take that up with God. If you don't believe in God, catch a good vibe, whatever your program is. Meditate about it. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. I'm a libertarian. I don't give a shit. If you live in a state that went the other way, or that went this way, it's up to the states now. As everything is turning out to be. In America, we are getting divided up here, and the states are moving hard one way or the other. And so you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to be aware of your situation. What state are you in? What policies are they enacting? What is the balance sheet of your state? We, 
include this all into our calculations when we're prepping, when we're thinking about our strategic relocation, when we think about starting businesses and buying real estate, where do we hold our assets? If you're in communist California, well, God bless you. <laughs> you're fighting for your lives down there, right? So, you know, what's happening is the Supreme Court's actually upholding the law and then the media is just going to rile up the, the kids and the people all year long, all, all through this summer. And they're about to absolutely set it on fire. Speaking of California, half of the trucking companies in California are at risk of closure next week due to the AB5 law going into effect. This is a new law that California passed in regards to their truckers. And this is just some guy named Craig on Twitter. But this is what I'm hearing across the board is that there's about to be a serious shutdown of the truckers in California. Now, it doesn't have to be this way, right? But this is the way that they're going. This is the direction that they're going. Like I said, in these states, they're going to go full communist, right? California is a prime example. And this is only going to exacerbate the supply chain crisis, the food crisis, and the, the situation at hand. This tweet here from Emergency Room RN. I'm not going to actually read this tweet out. It's just another young person having a tragic and um, untimely passing. I'll let you guys read between the lines, but the health crisis is still taking place as well. The health crisis did not go away. I can't speak on it here, but <laughs> you guys know the deal. 21-year-old massive heart attack. Now, when it comes to cryptocurrency, I have to take a deep breath here. When it comes to cryptocurrency, I give the kids shit and I say, how's your program working out? When it comes to the health crisis, I pray. I pray it's not as bad as we think it's going to be and as we're starting to see it is. I can't even speak on it. Let's just continue on. I can't say anymore. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, I think that that's about all I have for news tonight. I do want to run through this real quick, though. This is an old post from the Hodor blog. He was one of the XRP insider accounts that went away a few years ago off of Twitter. I believe that this tweet is from uh, 2018, and this is about the master plan for Bitcoin and XRP. They are scared of Bitcoin now. Now, this, this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of dissect this, but I just want to read this out for you guys. This is a master plan. This is an old uh, post, okay, from an XRP, one of the XRP insider accounts that went away. And remember, like at the end of this, at the end of this, he says, how do I know this? Loose lips. Party with Bank of America senior exec 
too much of, I'm not going to say that drug, but too much what, you know, bankers in Wall Street does and, uh, you know, Wolf of Wall Street type stuff. And he gave too much away. So at a party with Bank of America executive and having a little bit too much fun. Okay. That's where this comes from. The XRP insider himself. Let's, let's go through this. They are scared of Bitcoin now. They created it, but they lost control of it. Now they destroy it and replace it with something they decontrol, or they, they don't control. This is their master plan. Sorry, sorry. Now they destroy it and replace it with something they do control. This is their master plan. Number one, drive Bitcoin back below 1,000. The selling will be relentless. Bitcoin is dead. It is going to sub 1K and will not recover. They hold so many coins, they can keep selling for years to suppress the price under 1,000 forever. Number two, global economic collapse is imminent. IMF has a cryptocurrency prepared to replace USD as world reserve. This is XRP, which they will call the Phoenix. Number three, they will pump XRP soon. They have full control of XRP Ledger. It is centralized and it will be declared not a security next month. And Bank of America will be announced as first major XRP user. XRP price will be pumped to over $500. It will jump $50 in a 24-hour period to signal the beginning. Again, they control all the coins and the money. They can make the price whatever they want it. They will pump the price and pump the good news about XRP driving global FOMO, global FOMO, unlike anything we've ever seen before. The people will think they are in control, but XRP Ledger will control the people and watch everything we do. Can we prevent this happening? Probably not. They have too much power. They already drive down Bitcoin, destroying most other cryptos, but deliberately keeping XRP stable. The only serious competing blockchain outside their control is John McAfee and Skycoin partnerships, but they are already on the radar of the elite and will be destroyed too. There may be another assassination attempt on John McAfee. He will not be allowed to run for president. Skywire did not gain mass adoption fast enough to survive this onslaught. Number five, my advice. Sell Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other tokens now. Only move in XRP if you can stomach the thought of getting rich by joining them. I will not be joining them. I buy gold and silver now only. How do I know this? Loose lips, party with Bank of America senior exec, too much party favors, and he gave too much away. Let's go over this. Remember, this is from a, this is from like four years ago. So obviously XRP did not pump next month and it was uh, declared not a security next month. That, that did not play out. We're still within that, right? The lawsuit got announced and that's where we're at right now, okay? So first off, Bitcoin has not gone below 1,000, but it did go to 3K, okay? So Bitcoin did get hammered, but now they've pumped it to 69K. Are we on the path to them absolutely destroying Bitcoin below 1,000? We've thrown out that theory, that potential possibility that Bitcoin could go to zero. Um, and it's just a fact of old technology dying, literally. I mean, it's the same thing that happened in the dot-com bubble. So is that there? Yes. I see major support for Bitcoin at 10K. And I think that, you know, around 10K could bring us into a bottom. But guys, they completely control this asset class, Bitcoin and XRP completely controlled. 
Global economic collapse is imminent. IMF cryptocurrency prepared to replace USD as world reserve currency. So we've already seen the documents come out from the World Bank, from the IMF, where they're talking about distributed ledger technologies and how Bitcoin and Ethereum suck. And we just saw it came out from the Pentagon here in the United States just this last week. I haven't even covered it on my live streams or made any videos about it yet. The Pentagon just finally admitted that Bitcoin and Ethereum are basically centralized and don't work. And... Uh, you need better distributed ledger technology other than proof of work. Global economic collapse is imminent. Well, we're going through that right now, right? And we, we know that the IMF is already bringing in the Chinese renminbi into the basket that makes up the SDR. Not to make this too complicated for you guys, but the SDR is the world reserve, uh, basically world money. And it's a basket of five currencies that make up that SDR. Now, some people say that XRP is going to be the ESDR. This person is saying that XRP is going to be that world reserve currency that the IMF has prepared. Now, we do know that Brad has been putting his arm around hanging out with Christine Lagarde, bringing her into the meeting, holding hands at the BIS going back to 2019. So we know that there is a par partnership. We, we know that there is physical contact <laughs> between Brad Garlinghouse, Ripple, and Christine Lagarde, who used to be the head of the IMF years ago. 2019 was when the meeting took place. So, so years ago, that relationship has been established. They will pump XRP soon. They have full control of XRP Ledger. It is centralized and it will be declared not a security next month. To that point, XRP is decentralized, technically speaking. But when you think of it in the aspect of Ripple, although they hold half the supply, they only validate about 4% of the network. But they have the ability to divvy up the XRP supply as they seek. So in that sense, they do have quite a bit of control of this token, this, this, this currency. They, they have supply of the currency. As far as the network, well, they have a lot of say over their partners and the people that are running validators on the XRP ledger. So in that sense, it is kind of centralized, but for us, that's what we've always said is, that's why we're investing in this project is because the people that are investing in this, that run this, know what the heck they're doing. And this has been a plan for a long time coming. It will pump XRP over to $500. It will jump $50 in a 24 hour period to signal the beginning. So there's two scenarios here that I see. Victory in the SEC lawsuit takes this thing to $10, $20, 30 $50? It's possible. Yeah, okay. I'm here for it, obviously. I'm here for it. Um, it's going to melt faces on that first pump. When it does, when Ripple does win the lawsuit, the pump's going to be ridiculous, right? But then I do see a potential for it to come back down. And, and basically, they bring and, and FUD a lot of people back out before they actually take it to that utility price of $500. Now, 
the reason why I think a three-digit XRP price is inevitable is because if you look at the different partnerships, banks, financial institutions, and the networks that they can replace, that they can run, if they just get a portion of SWIFT, if they just get a portion of the clearinghouse, if they just start to gain you know, mass adoption through on-demand liquidity for cross-border payments alone, if some of the derivatives platforms are built on the XRP ledger, it doesn't take much to get us to that three-digit price. It really doesn't. Um, when we talk about solving trillion-dollar problems, uh, $10 trillion problems, $100 trillion problems, there's only a few ledgers that are able to handle this type of scalability, remain efficient, remain decentralized. And the benefit of this is the powers that be can be brought back on board. If they want to get on board, they've been given the opportunity because Brad Garlinghouse has gone around the world with his team sharing this message and opportunity to all the banks and financial institutions and saying, hey, you guys are about to be obsolete. Your models, your programs, your systems do not work. Do you want an opportunity to come aboard? You can come work with us. Right? And I've always said that three digits is uh, where I think XRP has to go to start to be utilized. Um, a pump to $500, I do think it is going to happen really quick. Um, when you look at what can happen in uh, the cryptocurrency space, just based off of hype and speculation, it's nothing like flipping on utility corridors, liquidity corridors that are valued in the trillions of dollars daily moving settlement. It's different. As we're seeing, right, we had $3 trillion in the crypto market cap. Where did that money go? It was never there. Market cap is a myth. So when you think of XRP price, throw out the throw out the market cap. It really is irrelevant. If you need to settle five trillion, six trillion in a daily uh, volume for Swift alone, that takes XRP to a three-digit price. I've gone through all the numbers, right? I mean, throw market cap out the door. It's it's a it's it's a um, it's just a number that's based off a false premise, really. The money's never there. It was never there in the cryptocurrency space. It was just based off like BlockFi valued at four billion. Now they're selling for twenty-five million. It, what a joke! What a joke! Right. Um, number four. Can we prevent this happening? Probably not. This is something that I've said all along with my XRP investment. Are we investing alongside the elite? Are we investing? alongside evil first off okay yeah okay um our hope our plan is that we're going to use our wealth to create a better lives for ourselves and to resist the evil to do better in the world there is a battle underway between good and evil i encourage you to do your part i'm trying to do my part you know speaking this truth sharing my message but we're in that battle god willing we win we're going to go down shooting though But at the end of the day, evil is using the U.S. dollar, and that doesn't stop us from using the U.S. dollar. So why are we trying to stand on some moral high ground like we're too, uh, we're, we're too clean, we're too pure to hold XRP because some elite guys might use it, some bankers might use it? Well, they're the guys with money. And I'm not saying that they got their money the correct way or righteously that they're 
uh, righteous people. I'll let God judge them. But at the end of the day, we got to open up the pools of liquidity and we get to take advantage of the opportunity. Why not? That doesn't mean we're sinning because we use the U.S. dollar, does it? Are we sinning because we, you know, use the U.S. dollar because we hold cash? Right? For me, it's inevitable. And it's only a tool. It's just another resource. We used to trade seashells. We used to trade uh, tulips. Right? There was evil people then. There's evil people now. I'm resisting them every single day. Every opportunity I get, I'm ready to confront it. Next party talks about John McAfee. Funny how that worked out, didn't it? Now, I'm not even completely convinced that John's actually dead. He he might have faked his death and gone into hiding. Who knows? John McAfee was a very well-connected guy. I think he played a very important role um, as far as resisting and trying to use this uh, technology for better, trying to free humanity. Because he understood, like I said, we got the democratization of information through the internet. Now we have democratization of currency. That's what sets the people free. And then when you validate our voting system on the blockchain as well, and it's actually validated by multiple parties, everyone can come to a consensus, the power would actually be back in the people. John McAfee was working towards that uh, before his untimely death. So we'll see how that plays out. As far as the project Skycoin and whatever John was working on, and I know he was a huge proponent of Monero, um, it's going to be what the government comes for um, very hard, you know, the privacy coins. But if you actually look into Monero, they can't crack Monero. They can't break it. Um, They're struggling to actually get into Monero and and figure out what's going on there. But... um, I personally don't hold Monero and I don't want to live the life of John McAfee. So I don't, uh, I don't live my life that way. I'm I'm not doing that, but God bless him. I have a huge amount of respect for John and everything that he stood for and everything that he did. Um, but like this person said, they were already tapped into it as far as what John was trying to release. I think they're already were tapped into Monero and the plan is to implement central bank digital currencies that they completely control. Um, some of them will be on top of the XRP ledger, but the XRP ledger is designed for the back end wholesale payment volumes and derivatives. My advice, sell Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other tokens now. Only move in XRP if you can stomach the thought of getting rich by joining them. I've uh, given rid of, gotten rid of all of my Bitcoin. I've never bought Ethereum. I you know, don't do 99% of cryptocurrencies because I just don't see the opportunity. I don't see them solving real problems. And so this is why I don't hold exclusively XRP, but 90% of my bag is XRP. How do I know this? Loose lips party with Bank of America's senior exec. And it's interesting to note that Bank of America has been a Ripple partner since 2018. So you guys already know the deal. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com 
You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.